Welcome to the pretentious homosexual geek show. I am your host, Wayland Warwick, and I am joined with my companion, Brady Shrubbery. Thank you, and may I say, what a delightful Burberry scarf you're wearing today. Oh, thank you. I found it specially on a street in, uh, it was on Christopher Street, I believe in the East Village. Would you say I got it for a, a rather sweet Deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the West Village, yes. Mm. Yes, yes. It's just east of the West Village. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Chinatown. Don't. <laughs> oh, Canal Street, actually. <laughs> no, uh, don't tell fashion, please. <laughs> well, well, well. In order to expand our horizons of our rather meager podcast and increase our more listener diversity, We've decided to incorporate some new individuals to our show. So, uh, this day, we'd like to introduce to our, our listeners some of our, 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 new, uh, our new mates. First up, we have a new character of our show. Would you please welcome... <coughs> and he won't eat uh, Tokyo. The elderly countryman. Hey, what's up there, you motherfuckers? Yes, yes. Uh, doing quite well today. Uh, my old chum Brady and I are sitting here enjoying some fine uh, wine and finding it uh, mm, quite dandy. So, Maddie, how was your weekend, you elderly country guy, you? Well, <laughs> I decided that for fun... Even though it's cold outside, I take the frozen part of my fish pond and practice skating on it to the tunes of Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> a really old chum. Uh, how did that go? Well, brought a clip of it if you care to watch it. Oh, yes, Jim, yes, splendid. Let's get our pool boy Monroe to play that. Now... Yep, just out here wasting some time. <laughs> here's my grill and here's my pond. Only four more hours before I go collect some food stamps. Then I'll go online and try and make some friends with some 18-year-old boys. Ain't life grand. Now I'm going to dance on this here ice. Oh, very well. To, to point 22, I suppose. Yes. Um, and whatever happened to your, to your mother's gift, that pig, that Elvis pig, have you molested it yet? No. <laughs> That was quite entertaining. Superb! <laughs> My, that was quite entertaining indeed. Yes, yes, but but you know we need to make sure we're all inclusive of everyone's wants and desires here, Waylon. Yes. Yes, that's why I have my, 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 my second mate here. Would you please welcome our female illusionist, or as you Americans do say, drag queen uh, friend, uh, Marquisha. Hey, how you doing, bitches? Bitches? We're men, not female dogs. It's a slang term, dear. Oh, and how am I supposed to know that? Oh, uh, mm. Marquisha... How went your fabulous weekend, darling? Well, after I spent the two hours preparing myself to go to the clubs, we went out to Craxis and did some dance in my high heels there. See, I, don't they look just delightful? So after that, we went out to Zabacht and smoked, and, and then we made some fun, fun of some old men that just turned 30, and then we went back out and smoked and then drank and then danced some more. And, well, by the that time, my credit card had reached its limit, so I had the 30-year-olds buy me some more drinks, and when they weren't looking, we sort of snuck out the back. And then we went to my friend Barbie's house, and, oh, my God, Barbie just had the most delightful. Delightful white stuff there. Um, cocaine? 
Crack. No sugar in the Kool-Aid. So, so let me tell you, we were up all night after drinking that and decorating our toenails, down our hair, and of course, there is a gratuitous orgy that we had by all. But, uh, well, we finally crashed at 5 a.m., but I had to be up at 6 a.m. for my job at Target. And uh, let me tell you, my boss was so bitchy to me coming in late. I was like, what's up in your crawl? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think he hates me just because I'm gay. Oh, dear, you should have just called in gay. <laughs> so, splendid, splendid. Uh, so, so a good weekend then. I don't have any complaints if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you, um, as they stay here in the States, you, you go, girl. Marvelous. Uh, we, we'd like to talk about some, some, some of your politics and some more interesting, fascinating things. But we've already used up all this time on uh, you, dear. As such, that leaves us just enough time... Uh, to review our, our new movie of the week, uh, our adult feature, our fantasy theater, if you know what I mean, <sighs> Brady. Yes, yes, the fan- fantasy theater. Well, I saw the movie American Buy, and let me say it was quite exciting. Now, I know... You can't see it through the podcast, because we're audio only. But if you can imagine, if you can, just imagine a fantastic movie featuring... Well, the details aren't important. I give it two squirts out of three. You must go rent this movie from our non-podcast-related store. (laughs) (laughs) Jolly super, yes. Well, well, that's all the time we have now, folks. Uh, Don't forget that you can comment uh, on us and uh, on our super-duper blog at uh, pretentious homosexual geeks. Dot... Come. Was oh. that dot com or dot com? Uh, com with it with a new. Oh yes, yes. The I, under- I understand it's content driven. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah well, yep. For those of you who fit into the stereotypical mode, please go to our website and enjoy. Oh, fantastic. Well, Monroe has cued the background music. Join us next time on Pretentious Homosexual Geeks. We're not really gay. We just like to suck cock for the ratings. Bye! All scripts written by Anthony. Badly at that. Loved and hated by all, it's a shanty no limit. Columbus, Ohio's premier gay comedy podcast. Tonight, we have an actual live ex-military person, actually a motherfucking Marine, people right here in our studio. Can you believe it, folks? The snow's melted, but will it ever melt the cold around George W. Bush's heart? We got presidential hopefuls and lots of talk about drag queens and porn reviews. Yeah, right. Seriously, guys. A shanty no limit. The show that is now multicasted around the globe hell the universe you need to think about it starts now I'm not going over the topics tonight (laughs) topics tonight you just point to me and say go over the topics tonight no I don't think so you have to tell me these things in advance oh I'm sorry what are the topics tonight Andy oh my god just make up some sponsors and say the date that you do so well Tonight's podcast brought to you by the Pentagon. <laughs> t- t- tonight's well, topics. Welcome, welcome to Shanty No Lemon on this Wednesday, March 7th, 2007 from Columbus, Ohio at our beautiful studios 
here in North Columbus. <gasps> oh. North Columbus. Central. Dead Central Columbus. Central. Some would say. Yeah, right. Or not. Or not. Or not. You'll never know the secret location <laughs> before you eat Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, never mind. <laughs> it's who's Anthony. Eating, who's eating Tokyo? It's Anthony. Someone lives in Grove City. It's Anthony. You know, there's this great song called Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> Have you ever heard that song? Go, go, Godzilla. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's what I love that song. I'm, Have I'm you heard a, that song? I'm, I'm amazed at your uh, your knowledge of musical interest, Andy. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at your... Anthony, or Anthony, Andy is a musical <laughs> guru. Anthony... Like me, we're both stuck on certain certain people. Yes, yourselves. Which, by the way, <laughs> announced their North American tour today. And can you guess how much the hyper price tickets are going to yes. be? No, two hundred and fifty dollars. Two hundred twenty-five dollars. Oh, that's nothing. Barbara was six hundred. <sighs> Barbara was six hundred. <laughs> well, that was Rolling Barbara, Stones. Though. Yeah. The- well, good. You buy my tickets then for both shows. How's yeah. No, that? I don't think so. <laughs> I went to Barbara. Did you? Well, I don't know. I didn't. What, what row? Second row, yeah. First row, yeah. We, we had, row. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we had. I, I had. So worker uh, magic could give me Genesis tickets, bitch. Yeah, no. I don't know it, <laughs> if she had performed at Schottenstein's. Yeah. Well, she, where was she at? She was at Schottenstein. She if, was at Schottenstein. If, yeah. if, Gen- if, if, if Phil would what go to Genesis, if, if, if Genesis were to go to well, Schottenstein's, I can only maybe. control so many things in the. I, I could have probably got you in with Phil. You know. Can you just call Phil and say, look? Dude, after all the crap I've done for him, I think I, sh- I deserve there is at least a restraining a you know, order between you know Phil that and Anthony. Phil recognized Anthony in the crowd and went, "Yeah, he went, thank you." He mouthed no, he mouthed you. the words "thank you" sure for his mouth- anti South Park shirt. But really, yes, exactly. What the hell was that? That was my ignore that. Go on. Someone at the door is that room service. <laughs> Where's my Moad? Is it chilled? <laughs> What is it? A sixteen-year-old statutory boy from Grove City that no, you're about it's to rape? A no, the only thing that comes friend. from Grove City are fat men. All right, moving on for that. <laughs> Can we beat that dead horse into the ground a little bit more? It's like if you didn't get the point now. Hello, here's the point. All righty. Well, anyhow, it's Anthony, Andy, Tim, and special guest. Special Mark? guest, say your name. I'm Mark, the military guy. Mark, the military guy. Now, Mark. Simplify. <laughs> I'd say he's much more than the military guy, though. He's hardcore military. Oh God! I, I, and I, wonderful I, person yeah. and great friend. Actually, they're your your Tim and Andy's neighbor. Yes. So. Yes. And I'm and we apologize. Delightfully, for that. I might add. Delightfully. Well, we're well, well, well already then. What 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 is there any. Is there any uh, viewer mail? I haven't printed that out yet. Please don't. Please read stand ahead. by. Don't read ahead to the scripts yet. So anyhow, so Mark. Yes. You're Tim and Andy's neighbor. Yes. Okay. You met them when they moved into their house. Yes. No. Yes. No. Well, I actually met Andy for the first time, or Andrew, as I call him, at Pride. Okay. Um, Columbus Pride. Like what? A week before. It was a week before. Before they moved in, and you were trash. I was hammered. It was my first gay pride. And, it was uh, my first gay pride. Yeah, right. It was uh, two years ago. Not this one. Yeah, two years you ago. There. I showed up later. And okay, met I was Jack already in Doug. bed. Yeah, you you, you you had already passed out. Did I ride my bike or what? Uh, I, I hope. Did I you drove. have a bike? I, I hope. Drove. Oh God. <laughs> Whoops. Oh well. Yeah, that's where I met Andrew for the first time. I didn't and meet what Tim. What did you think so when like, you first met them? Uh, when I first met Andrew, I really had no opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the and people that lived there before them. were absolutely wonderful. I, they were wonderful, wonderful guys. Great couple. And they had a couple of roommates that lived there as well. Borders. Nice guys. Always treated me very, very nice. And I was very sorry to see them go. So I wasn't quite sure what I was getting. So I was a little apprehensive. But... I met Andrew, and I thought he seemed like a nice enough guy. Of course, like I said, I was hammered, so I couldn't really... <laughs> Everyone was a nice guy that night. <laughs> Everyone was, yes, especially so, gay boys. So now when these guys moved in, what did you think after, shortly after? Um, well, I took, I took, I made some muffins and took them over the first day when Tim was there, but Andrew muffins. wasn't there. And uh, just said, you know, here, I don't know if you have food, but I know unpacking sucks. 
here you go. And he pretty much shut the door in my face, and I just thought, <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Andrew seemed a little friendlier. And then I really didn't get to know Tim, because he was busy doing his festival stuff all summer. The Renaissance but, uh, The Renaissance I hung out festival. with uh, Andrew quite a bit the first probably two, three weeks. We became really good friends really fast. Good. Inseparable. Yeah, pretty much. You're pretty much there. You almost live with them. I have a key to their or house. They, live, yeah. they have a key to mine. Right. I wouldn't Security say so codes. much lives with you, but but yeah, I mean, we're, we're, I come over for dinner. We've had no sex. Times. Just for yeah, the yeah, we don't do that. No, 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 that's not it. Not that kind of. We're just friend. really good friends. Uh, he's part of the family. Now, you, Mark's, Mark's sort of a, like um, um, Mr. Furley, <laughs> except we oh, don't God, rent from please. him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that queenie. No, we love Mark. He's like, he's like, what's the guy from Home Improvement that's always over on the other side of the fence that you never see his face? Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. I thought that but was you the see guy my from face. the Dennis the Menace. That's, that's his name, too. That's yeah. Oh, okay. It's a commonly used stock uh, name. Except he doesn't have chiclets for teeth. Exactly. He's much more handsome than that, that cartoon yes. character. Thank so. you. So, yeah. Mark, you were in what they call the military. Yes. No, no, no. Anthony, what? don't jump the gun here. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Please continue, Tim. Um, and this is Please a sp- continue. This is a special landmark um, situation because circulating in, in the Congress uh, of, of the United States of America, mm-hmm. um, proposed by the new House of Representatives, and I don't know who's sponsoring the legislation, but there is the the proposal to lift in the military. Drumroll! Abolish, <clears throat> actually. Abolish. Drumroll. The don't ask, don't tell, don't pursue situation. Don't harass. Is there a don't harass? It's yeah. And don't harass policy um, furthering from the Clinton administration. Um, Which would mean what? Which would mean that uh, that that Americans, gay Americans, would serve proudly and openly. And the branches of the United States Armed Forces. Whereas right now they cannot. They may only serve but they cannot closeted right. um, through the current policy, which was an indeed a, a compromise from the Clinton administration, but still a breakthrough for the times. Right. Right. Well, Clint, it was a big thing back then. Clinton was trying to strive to no, get. No, Clinton was all for this policy in his campaign mm. of, of openly serving Americans in the, 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 the armed forces. However, there was such a backlash to that issue, and with the Joint Chiefs and with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, that it was, it would have been Political very hard, suicide. almost impossible. And with the contract with America, and shortly after his uh, election, there was the Republican backlash, as you we all remember Newt Gingrich and all that. Right. And at that point, when the the, the administration took up that issue, that it would have been impossible to legislate that uh, that policy. So it was easier to create a separate but equal policy. Gotcha. So, Mark, when were you in the military then? What years? I uh, joined the Marine Corps in 1999. Uh, uh, do, you, do you want to give us a, a, a step back? Maybe put your life in perspective because oh there was some events before you joined the military because, you know. You think? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I, well, I know, but our listeners do not. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so tell us uh, maybe like a year before you joined what was going okay. through your life. Well, um. I've been, well, let me just start, like, kind of back a little bit. Like, when I was in probably third grade, I knew I was gay. Mm. Okay. Um, and I I had crushes on guys and not girls, so I knew. And uh, I thought, well, you know, if I just do the girl thing, this will all go away. And, mm. you know, it's a phase kind of thing. Well, it lasted my whole freaking life, so mm. whatever. Um, and I... Met this woman, and we moved in together as roommates, got married, because I thought, oh, it seems like the next logical step. At third grade? No, this is when I was probably, well, it was 91, so what was I? Somebody got a calculator? 
I was twenty something. No, no you don't care what you your age, but mm-hmm. but you but did I got married. married. You were a young man that got married. Yeah, but I mean, I was not eighteen getting married. I was right. older. Um, we were married for five and a half years. I got divorced from her. <laughs> Finally, I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. So I got a divorce. Now, does she have a clue, or did she know? Or? I don't think she listens to a shanty no lemon, but uh, <laughs> I have not come out of the closet to her directly. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it would just hurt her. So what's the point? Okay. And I wasn't having sex. Mark's with got a really big heart. Yeah, you know. Well, whatever. That's yeah, not all you that's do. big. But. <laughs> you got a really big ass <laughs> and stomach. But let's uh, not go there. We weren't going to say the name. <laughs> I will bleep oh, them yeah. post edit. So okay, well, uh, so John. I got divorced, got... and uh, I thought I needed to do something drastic with my life. So I ran away and joined the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Now, what is that involved might... when joining the Marine? No, Corps? no, wait, wait. I, I want to ask a, a personal oh. question here that I never ask, and this is the first oh, so he's time. Doing it live on podcast. Oh, it isn't live. It is live. So was this was this a defense mechanism? Were you hiding? From yourself at this point, no. do you think? No, at this point, I was I had something to prove. Physically, prove to yourself, to myself, physically, and um, so so it wasn't like I'm going to divorce your wife because um, she she won't listen either. No, yeah. she, I, well, I divorced her because I did not want to be married to her anymore, right? Or any woman, for that matter. But and you had convi- you had come to a realization that you were. Gay. I already realized that. I had come to the decision that life is too short to live that lifestyle when that's not the lifestyle I wanted to live. Understood. But why not at that point fuck around with a bunch of guys? I did. Okay. Well, no, you joined. You joined <laughs> a year later. I joined. You joined oh. the, the Marine Corps. So you took a little sabbatical. I did take a sabbatical. You got down, down and dirty with um, with men. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you got your jollies out. Uh, not all of them. I'm still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is single, I'm single folks. so, you know, hey, whatever. Um, oh, that's right. Uh, our, our dear friend, this wonderful guy, is also single. So if anybody is interested... In the Columbus please, metro area. Yeah, he in hooks up a city. Yeah, in, in, not Grove City. In the Say. non-Grove City area. Please send an email to... Mark the Marine Guy at a shantynolemon.com. Not sure if it's specifically Grove City. It's just Southern Columbus. Oh, so, well, yeah. so somewhere in Southern Columbus where there are Elvis pigs. Yes, moving anyway, on. Um, so, so, so you got your jollies out, and then you introspected and said, I need to prove myself a man or butch or something. No, I, I actually I, I was playing pool with a very good friend of mine. Straight or gay? Straight. I love this guy dearly like a brother. And uh, we had a bet on the pool game. And he said that he could, didn't think I could make it through Marine Corps boot camp. And I said, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> so I, I ended up the losing challenge. the pool game quite closely, if I recall. But I still lost. So You put I, the eight ball up your ass. No, I... <laughs> Not that pocket. It was a <laughs> uh, But I, I, did, I did lose the pool game. And subsequently, of course, the bet. So I said, you know what? Fine. I'll join the Marine Corps. And what was your, your life situation? Were you, where were you living at at that time? It, it, no, it really takes a lot for single, you know, for married people, single people, people in relationship, people not just to pick up. And in this climate, um, to say I'm going to join probably one of the more premier Branches one of the, the hardest, service, one of them the, too. The, the hardest, yeah. The, the, the I mean, if you're gonna well, go, you could argue Navy SEALs. Uh, you could no, argue they special go through forces, Navy boot camp, though. Uh, Green Berets, but as far as a branch of the service, a recognized branch of the service, the most prestigious and elite. Well, and I don't want to slam other services because pride of service, I think, is important in all branches. Absolutely, but I wanted to be. You know what best. you do. What you do. You know. You a wanted lot of, to be the best. Yeah. A lot of people say that you know Air Force is pretty cushy, but yet they're in billion-dollar machines, right. dropping bombs. They're but vital not, to the support of the Marines. Right, but not all of the Air Force flies. You know, they're still ground correct, people. Correct. Correct. But I wanted to be part of the Marine Corps because the Marine Corps was the it's hardcore, the cream of the crop. Sh- sure. It's 
in in my eyes. Well, well and so, so all what's Marines. involved when you boot with boot camp? I mean, uh, give us a quick four one one on boot camp. Thirteen weeks of uh, pure hell, right? Uh, no, actually, I was really disappointed in boot camp. Really? Yeah, it was not as hard as I thought it would be physically. Did they make you take your gun and you have to hold it? Yeah, like you had to this? do all that stuff, you know. Until but, you cry your mother's name or something like that? Yeah, but I never got that far. Oh, how long do you have to hold it? It would depend on your drill instructors. It was minutes oh. at a time, you know, not... And it's heavy. It's like a 16-pound 16 16 pound weapon. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, just holding 16 out. pounds? What did you have to fire? <laughs> the M16s. Well, they're made out of plastic. How can they be that heavy? They or also, they'll get a specific... Let them continue on. But it's it was not as hard physically. I thought I'd come out of there, you know, a uh, mean. What tough. about mentally? Mentally, I was prepared for all the games because I was older. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was thirty three years old when I went into boot camp, so I wasn't, you know, seventeen or eighteen years old. Going, <gasps> I've never been away from home before. You know, I mean, come on. Right. So I was prepared for that part of it, and uh, I guess probably. The worst part was the authority thing, you know, having to listen to somebody try to belittle me to make me, to break me down, to turn me into this, you know, break you down to build you thing. up. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. I just let him talk and in one ear, out the other. And I did my time and, you know, it was okay. But I thought I'd come out, you know, lean, mean, fighting machine. And I came out 140 pounds and I looked like I came out of a death camp. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thirteen weeks later, you know. So then, then what happened? Then I went, uh, came home for ten days of leave, and then I went down to Marine Combat Training in South Carolina, or I'm sorry, North Carolina. Excuse me. Um, and I get the Carolinas confused. It's all one big tobacco place, anyway. <laughs> but uh, did that for it was like two weeks or something. Then I flew out to uh, my MOS school, which is my military occupational specialty school in California. In California. And uh, spent three months there learning the, the job that I would be doing. And then I was shipped off to Okinawa, Japan. And uh, I was there for two years. Came back off of that. And, and that whole two-year time... I didn't see my family. I mean, I was... You were there completely for two years. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had me on exercises in Korea, Australia. Um, I did one in Hawaii, Yuma, Arizona. Speaking of but... Australia... Oh, yes. Well, no, don't interrupt him. Go on. We're on, a, we're on the radio station in Australia. Okay. Well, Australia... Australia, too. I love Outback. Australian love accents. Them. All they have to do is open their mouth and talk and... I'm Good day, done. mate. Yes, <laughs> not quite. Pop me meat curtains. <laughs> so, so you got you got a chance to sort of view the world. I did one. do now, some now, traveling. Now, how was the work? And how was? Oh, you little Tokyo Rose. Was it just like a like uh, like? I know who Tokyo Rose was. Probably some of our listeners don't, but hey, that's all right. <laughs> I try. sure don't. So, um, but I mean, do you, like, did you? Was it like hard work, or was it just sort of eh, typical it was, day? I mean, my job job is you know sitting at a at a table with a radio you know bent over a table so it wasn't like i was you know lifting timbers okay you know but how, how many hand. hours would you work well during week? garrison when we weren't deployed garrison i, I love would that work word from you know eight to four thirty but you were up at five for pt or five thirty for running and you know physical training crap which okay. i hated but i did it okay and then after those two years you came back Came back to Camp Pendleton, and uh, I was there for the rest of my uh, service time. And while I was at Camp Pendleton, I was shipped off to Kuwait in, in support of Operation Enduring Freedom that turned into Iraqi Freedom, and I was over there for eight months. So, this, now, now listen. This was 2003? Yes. Okay. So, so Mark was actually part of the liberating force, the, yes. the first wave, when uh, our glorious George W. Bush, without support of the United Nations, mm-hmm. decided to single-handedly uh, invade <laughs> the sovereign country of Iraq. Yes. Okay. And he gave me a lovely, lovely vacation of eight months in the sandbox over there. And what was that like? That sucked. Really? Yeah. 
Just... Uh, the first, uh, once we did the actual invasion, mm-hmm. um, it was 36 days before I had a shower. Really? Yeah. Wow. Where'd I you mean, poop? Nasty. Uh, you would dig a hole in did the you, sand. Did you prop yourself up on a shovel? No. You just squat. You just you dig just a squat. hole and squat. Why and not just... just shit in the sand? Why bother digging a hole? So that somebody else wouldn't walk and step in it. Sort of like a cat in a big yes. litter box. We called him a cat hole. So, so did okay. you really? Yeah. Oh, that's cat hole nested. Bury your shit. So the, the it was what hot and, and miserable shit. and. When I first got over there, it was actually kind of cold because I went over in January. Okay. And um, I mean, it wasn't like Ohio weather, but it okay. was. You now, know, what part were you in? Were you actually in the the what what part of Iraq were you in? And are you all are you allowed to say? I can probably say now. Really? I mean, yeah. I, really? Yeah. Really? <clears throat> I was in uh, I was in Kuwait. Okay. And when we did the in- invasion, I drove. I had a truck that I drove, in addition to my job. So I carried supplies and stuff for our uh, radio systems. Okay. And. Um, we drove all the way up to Baghdad. I mean, in the course of you transport our stuff all the way up to Baghdad. Have, yes. have you seen one of Saddam's palaces? I slept in one of Saddam's palaces. How really? was it? Was it comfy? It was kind of. Did he cheesy. have any mosaic work done? He did have a lot of mosaic work done, and uh, his, you know, a little extravagant. But his palaces kind of reminded me of my bathroom, the turquoise. Uh, Tile, color, paint, and no a lot of pink. Sense. No. Well, that's I your mean, bathroom, Saddam dear. I gay, but let's not bash the dead, shall we? <laughs> Say what? I'm sorry. I said I think maybe Saddam was gay because he had such really bad fashion sense. Oh, okay. I Are mean, you his... saying that gays have bad fashion no, sense? If you... Was it just extravagant? It was, was extravagant. Was it Liberace? <laughs> kind of, almost, yeah. I mean, it was I over just the thought top. it was tacky. Okay, so you got to sleep. Like the mayor. <laughs> so you got to sleep in, in the palace. And, and basically... Only one night did I sleep in the palace. Okay. The and rest of the time I slept on the ground. Okay. And then what else did you... What, what else were you involved with while you were over there? Um, well, I was in Baghdad when they tore the Statue of Saddam down. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, we... And what were your thoughts while all this was going on? Were you, like this, were you just like, I just got to do what I need to do to get out? Or... This oh, as far as the gay thing, you mean? Well, no, 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 no. no. As far as an American in a foreign country. And doing something for someone else. You know, really, when when everyone was saying that we would be greeted as liberators, well, you know what? For the most part, we were. When when we were driving through these villages and, mm-hmm. you know, in the early parts of the war, mm-hmm. if you, you know, whatever, whether you call it a war, illegal or not, or whatever, when we invaded and we were driving through these villages... Everyone was out, and they were cheering and waving. And, you know, of course, they were starving, too. So right. we would throw food from our trucks to them and, you know, especially the kids, candy and gum and whatever. But, I mean, we were not – they weren't cursing and spitting at us. Mm-hmm. Now at now point, they are. Yeah. Right. You know, but at, at that point, we were – they were glad to have us there for the most part. Okay, and then you okay. So then you you finished up what you needed to do. And when did you come back from there? September eleventh. Oh, September eleventh, two thousand three. Two thousand three. Okay, and then I we were all time weird done? about about flying on that day. Uh, was but, your was your, it was a military flight? Well, it was on a civilian plane. Really, yes. I didn't know. Was it chartered military? Though? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what what. Um, you know what specifically did you uh, after that point you were done were you done or did you have to go back i had to go to back to camp pendleton okay and um my actual leave was denied um my unit most of my unit came back in may okay um but i had volunteered to stay for some you know a longer period if they needed extra people because i didn't have a wife i didn't have kids Mm. or anybody that would really miss me you know what I mean? Not uh, my family missed me, but mm-hmm. I didn't have anyone that was, you know, missed me in their bed at home, you know, yeah. or anything like that. So I stayed and um, I came home in September with a small detachment of Marines from my unit. There was, I believe, like 30 of us that were left. Okay. No, no, no. Hold on. Let, let, let's go back to Iraq for a minute. Okay. Were, were there any times and. Um, don't answer anything if it's too personal. But were there any times you were, because 
yes, you were there when we were winning big. It wasn't when there was a lot of the big car bombs and shit that's going on now. But were there times that you were directly involved in situations and in fear of your mortal life as a gay man? Not not as your as an American. As an American. As an American. No, yes. I, I, I'm talking about as a prey, uh, as a, a proud now gay American that has served and has. Was he know, like in fear of harassment and stuff? You mean no, no, no. I'm talking about being in combat because you didn't just have a desk job in Iraq. Oh no, 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 no. I was on. I w- we moved with the front lines. You, 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 you were in situations where there was lead flying around and danger, and you and know, you returned fire and all that. Yes, that that you, you I, I just want our listeners to know that you weren't. He's just, seen combat. You have seen combat. Yes, and I, but I, and what's that I wasn't like? afraid for because I was gay. No, 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 I no, was, no, no, no. I, know, I'm, I, I'm just saying because. But yes, I was there. I we moved with the that front you lines. You saw combat, and yes, there was incoming fire. And and what's that like? Uh, well, I, I, let me put it to you this way: Do you just go into like battle mode and forget about it, or do you? I think your we pants? were so keyed up and ready to rock and roll that it was for the most of us, at least the guys that I was with. Mm. I mean, we were sitting there going, "Come on, just send us." I mean, mm. we sent us all the way over there, halfway around the world. And we're sitting in Kuwait going, okay, what? Next. Come, come on, let's go. Right. Um, we were pretty pumped up, I think, to, to actually be finally doing what we were trained to do. Right, but when you saw you know, the, you know, the Grim Reaper slipping probably beside you, I don't know if you had any of your buddies killed or what, like no. my dad had in Vietnam, but was it, was it th- that... You know, th- there's an adrenaline rush of jumping out of an airplane or going on a roller coaster. I'm sure this is an adrenaline rush, but something completely a little bit on the dark side of the moon here. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the dark side of the moon. It it and f- just for the record, none of my friends that I knew that I was with right. came back in body bags. We all came back in one piece. Kudos. We didn't even have any any you know combat related injuries mm-hmm. in my unit. That time, now my unit did go back, and yes, they did have purple hearts and severe, you know, injuries. So, okay, so when did your opinion did your opinion change at some point from like we're doing a good thing to what the fuck are we doing at some point, and when was that transition? Well, during the initial push up to Baghdad, we you know, like I said, going through the villages, and you know, those people were happy to see us, but I think they were happy to see anybody that had food mm-hmm. and they were i mean they greeted us happily mm-hmm. they were happy to have us there um we still had the fedayeen and the rebels you know and the whatever you want to call these idiots over there that are you know well, it's, it's more of a civil war right now well yeah but i mean those people were there then right and saddam's army um but and they weren't happy to see us, I don't think, you know, right. for the most part. But we, at the point where, when George, if I can call him George, got up on, you know, flew on the aircraft carrier and said, you know, mission accomplished, I was still in Iraq. Mm. And I had no immediate prospect of going home. Mm. Uh, so Are when that like- came forward, you know, and I watched it on CNN and Fox, and I thought, mission accomplished. Dude, what? How how can mission be accomplished? We're still over here. We're still here. Um, and I was there. That was in May, I believe, mm-hmm. and or April. And I went. Uh, you know, I was there for another what four or five months. So mission accomplished. I don't think so. I think he cut off. You and know, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? Well, the the whole plan of the way that we did things was. You know, get to Baghdad and get Saddam was the the thing, right? And I don't think you can do it that way. But I was not a man of high rank. Mm. I didn't make this battle plan, of course. Not that I would, you know, necessarily have come up with a different plan. But I just think that what we did was we went too fast and didn't secure as we went. Right. All these little villages and towns, and but again, I'm not a political analyst or anything like that, so. Okay. You know, so looking back on what you did and 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 whatnot, were you 
happy for what you did, or do you or do you have any bit of La- last question? Oh, so are you talking about at, in Iraq or in the military? Um, Let's say military. Military. In the military, I'm very glad that I served. Okay. Um, it's not something that I ever really thought about doing when I was younger. Uh, it was more of something that came up at a on a whim for me. I didn't grow up going, oh, I want to be in the military. Mm. Um, I had no desire to be a Marine when I was, you know, five or anything like that. Okay. But uh, I'm very glad that I did join. I made some really great friends. My only biggest thing looking back is, you know, I lied to all of them mm-hmm. about who I was. Okay, and that was going to be my next question is that, what, go ahead, Tim. But th- 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 that's just it. That's the last question. We got we to gotta fill this up. Well, I don't know. You lied to them about your... your my sexuality. Right. Because I wasn't allowed. And you've come out to some of your friends. I have come out to some of my Marine friends since... I came out of the closet. Um, but I'm only no hint sex in the military while you were there or anything? Or? Uh, I, well, I won't say that. Oh, but, uh, all right. <laughs> but um, I've come out only to those that I truly know mm. would accept me. I've uh, There's a couple that I know that if I were to tell them, they'd be absolutely hateful, spiteful, you know, and whatever, you know, but... I Andy's, think that uh, Andy's falling asleep here. <laughs> Andy's falling asleep. Sorry, I haven't given him much to talk about tonight. <laughs> this was your interview. Yes. No, you know, Mark, I'm always fascinated by this. And I, I think the thing is, you and I have had a lot of these conversations. Well, yeah, so you're bored with it. No, not bored at all. I, I'm just my, my question to you, my friend, is this. Now that you have formally received your honorable discharge. Honorable discharge. Honorable. Being the, 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 the key word. In that if you had been found to be homosexual, you have been un- un- you would be honorable. dishonorably yes. discharged and lose all of your veterans benefits, everything. Right. And um, you know that's that's not cool. So you know that's and I don't think that's right. Right. That I should have to lie about who I am. I mean, I already did it for most of my entire life, mm-hmm. and then have to do it. Was it mentally exhausting? I'm, I can imagine. Well, yeah. I mean, I had to actually talk about, oh, how hot this chick was, because if yeah. I didn't, what if somebody found out? You know, and because all it would take would be an accusation, right? And and then you my have career to would have been it. over, right? And I wasn't a career man in the military, but you know, if I had gone in. I maybe would have considered it if I was, if gays were allowed to serve when I was younger, because I really enjoyed my time, mm-hmm. and I would do it again. But that if was, I was going to do it again, was I would be do it question. at eighteen, you know, or you know, right after college. Would would you? But all right, so you're thirty three again. Would you? Would you have still done it if you yes. had that choice to do again? Yes. If you could be out and gay in, in the middle. Regardless of that. I would I'm have just done saying, it again regardless. Okay. If if things were exactly the same, knowing now what you know, if you had known then what you know now, would you still have done it? Yes. I think un, un, unquestionably. It was yes. a good experience for you. It was a great positive experience for me. I I loved the people I worked with. I loved the people that you know I interacted with. And my Marines, my friends... Um, there's a, there's a special bond that will always be there, and I don't think that that's something even my being gay will mm. take away. Now, let me ask you this. What do you say for people who say the only reason why they're lifting the ban now is to get more people over there? Well, sure, we need more bodies. I mean, they're coming home in body bags left and right. So would you say that them lifting the ban now, should we view this as a good thing no matter what because they're lifting I, I, the- I say regardless. Regardless. And... and, and, and I don't know if it was. I I know the question was directed to Mark, but I'm speaking as a person who follows politics. Mm-hmm. That it isn't necessarily because the uh, situation dictates more persons, or that we have a voluntary military as we so enjoy here in the United States, um, pre-draft into the Vietnam era. Um, I, I, I say it's a great thing because there are the, the, the new military isn't all about the grunt soldiers. Right. It's a lot about the technology. Mm-hmm. And I just have to say that the gays, we gays, 
are more educated on mm. average. Uh, well, let's we not have more computer lump, skills. Let's not lump that in and do a John Kerry, shall we? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go and say gay people are more than this because, you know, his speech, if you recall, not too long ago was about, oh, you know, if you don't go to college or yeah. you don't stay in school, you'll end up over in Iraq. You know, I don't want to go there. Well, you know what? So where were you going with that, Tim? I, I was going with that because, and John Kerry had a point there, and I'll, I'll defend him on this one. I won't. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> well, it was a botched joke. You didn't realize No, no, it wasn't. No, I don't think it no, was. No, it wasn't. Now, and I'll tell you why. You because think? if you look statistically... At not the people like Mark that go in at 33. I had a college degree when I enlisted. Right. But instead of going officer, I went enlisted. Right, right. But really, the, the military for the lower class Americans, for the Americans that have lived under the poverty line and just barely get by, and I don't know if you even require a, a, you know, a high school. Uh, yes, uh, you do. Oh, you do, or an yeah, equivalent, or an equivalent, and or the, the equivalent, equivalent is something that isn't isn't always accepted. But even for the army, well, I don't <laughs> know about the army. I've okay, anyway, army. anyway, um, the, the there's a lot of poor Americans that are living below the, you know, and this is, I, I don't want to say it's always been the case, but this is their only in option. in history. It has been the case that the the grunt of the military, um, the is actual like- physical soldier, is someone that's undereducated, that is maybe not, you know. No, go ahead. Well, I, it, it's interesting because that's very classist, I, I, I think, a statement to make. It seems very, very classist to, to go that direction. And... You know, while statistics may prove you out, I, I think don't you have to still strive for the ideal and say that you do what's right? Well, can I address this? Policy? I think that, uh, and I don't mean to cut you off because no, go right I, ahead. I mean, I I really think that the military is a great option for anyone. They feed you, they provide you know a roof over your head. Well, so does prison. Zone. Well, okay, prison too, but I mean. And they pay you, not in prison, I don't think. Well, yeah, you do get a little something. but Make uh, license plates. Yeah, but I mean, you get health care. You get, you know, it's a good, this it's is a, a great good, benefit. It's a good thing. The but military is a, is a great program. And for us to be an all-volunteer military is, you know, instead of saying you will serve, mm-hmm. but I still think it ought to be a requirement, but or like some Germany. kind of public service, Germany you know, either teach or whatever. You know, uh, but Germany, I think the Germany military is a really have a good thing. Military, you know don't, that. Don't they have like Germany first... doesn't have a standing military. Don't They're still Israel, not allowed. After. Israel is you are required. That's all right. I'm France too. Israel. Yeah, France. Germany is still not allowed to have France. a, France. a, a France. standing France. military. Two years. I stand corrected. All right, you have to the make males. quiche there. But Ra- um, we're wrapping this up. You would say the mi- the military is a good thing. It was a good experience for you and a you good option for and it's served. a good option for for anybody. You know, especially. Mm-hmm. The people that don't maybe have a lot or don't have a place to go, you know what? Sign up, Uncle Sam will take you, and he'll take care of you. Well, and even those that do, right? Well, right, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I had a I had a home mm-hmm. when I enlisted that I sold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when did I did it have overseas. wheels? Yes, it did. <laughs> um, but I sold it to my ex-wife, so I guess that's okay. Well, well, let me ask you this: in the real quick, the the current situation. How do we fix the current situation with Iraq? What do we do? Are you like we should just pull out now or what? No, I think that would be disastrous. Okay. Um, but I think that you know I I don't honestly know how to fix this. Okay. Um, that's it. I but I think it's I think it was uh, a little bit of uh, a mistake, hmm. if I can say. Um, I don't think that it was warranted, and you can blame intelligence. You can blame. You know, whatever you want, but there was one person that sent me over there, mm-hmm. and yeah, not so much. Uh, are you now? You saying the one person is that you or George Bush? That's George Bush. Okay, and you're yeah. I mean, and he did it without the UN, but he did it with support. Granted, it was falsified information, 
and whether it was deliberate or not, again, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Our Congress gave him the approval based on what they believed was true intelligence. So, you know, but George Bush is the guy that sent me over there. And he's the one that's sending the boys and girls over there now and the men and women. And, you know, some of them will never come home. Well, Mark, thank you very much for joining us today on this very Most special. Most definitely. Thank you for having me. Very special. A very Shana special one. show I wish tonight. We had more time very to talk, special talk more about this, but uh, Tim and Andy have to go. So, well, we'll perhaps do it again. So, I hope so. You're welcome to come back anytime. We You're we welcome. need we well, need. Would you would you come back again? Would you consider being a guest on? If I didn't have to sit by you, <laughs> then I would consider it. Oh, it's only because. <laughs> I saw you know what. Ah, you know where. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right. I saw a picture of ah, Mark's, now, 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 Tim. Nick Mark's Tim, penis. <laughs> okay, we'll see that for cliffhanger. Yes. Next, Next week we'll Next learn week how. We'll talk I more with Mark's Mark penis. and Tim about their weird sexual perverts. Oh, my God. Perversions. This has been a also, also join us next week for local news such as the Wexner Center, Gay Cinema Starting, and Columbus Metropolitan Tennis Organization's opening. Registration for 2007. Reader email, Girl Scout cookies, and buy our CD. Yes, buy we don't have any. No we don't one. have any reader email. No reader email this week. My apologies, but buy our CD. We do have comments on our website, though. No matter buy what our people, CD. some other people say, we do have comments. Buy our CD. Buy our CD. Buy our CD. There is a and link. And let's have some email. Let's have some view your listener email. Yes, tell us from what this you think. and tell us what you think yes. about you know. Will, this you, new will you come back? I would love to. Okay. So did you have fun? Yes. So this is Shanty No Lemon, and uh, once again, really quick, some housekeeping here. We're on the Out to Radio Network. You can in Australia. In Australia. Good day, mate. Good day. You can listen. Buy to our that. CD. You can buy our Greatest Hits 2006 CD from our website. And buy our CD. Buy our At CD. Lulu, that and little trollop. Lulu, and buy our CD. Wink. And then also, we will be very soon on the Columbus Free Radio Network, also broadcasting our show. Buy our CD. Buy our syndicate. Oh, I have to hit beep. Got it. Beep. This is Shanty No Lemon with Tim, Andy, Mark, and Anthony. Thank you and good night. Good night, mates. Good night, good night. and good luck. I'm better than you.